Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in Him. I've got my cup of coffee, my Javalia coffee. It's tasting really good this morning on a chilly, cool, uh, South Texas uh, February day. So I hope uh, that you are doing well, enjoying a cup wherever you are listening from. This is a podcast where we celebrate all things freedom in Christ. The Son has set us free. We are free indeed. And now how can we live from this freedom in every area of our lives? And so uh, thanks for joining us. We do appreciate you listening. I, I uh, talked the last time about just this, uh, This I had a chance to get away recently and just have a real uh, kind of good good time of, of getting away and, and kind of getting out of the routine of life and do some... Um, do some uh, camping and visit some places where it was really, really quiet. And I, it prompted me on, you know, uh, thinking about how we hear God, how we hear his voice and just hearing God. So I've titled that today, Hearing God. But I talked last time about, you know, the silence and how the silence was so refreshing at this place we were at because you, you literally could hear nothing, right? And how noisy our lives are and how distracted we often you know, get in in different ways, and so, so I want to talk about that today and talk talk through that because I think uh, you know. Let me let me preface all this by saying I do think sometimes it takes. Um, how do I say this? Getting out of our routine, getting out of our stepping out of and seeing the bigger picture of our life of of what's going on of what God is doing. Uh, it sometimes takes stepping out of the everyday, the routine of of that uh, in order to get a i would say fresh perspective a renewed perspective a uh, not a, necessarily a different perspective but just a chance to maybe see a little clearer <laughs> what god is doing and what he, what he, you know all those kind of things and so i think that's what this most recent trip did for me not only in just having a time away and, and being able to enjoy the silence and the beauty and things like that but also to to Take a step outside, if you will, right, uh, and 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 see the bigger picture because I think that's a lot of times. I think when we talk about hearing God, we're we're so inundated with the day to day that um, that it's hard for us to to focus on that, and it's also we get we get the messages of well, how do I know if I'm hearing right or all these kind of things? How do I how do I hear God's voice? How do you hear God's voice? All this kind of thing, and so. So we make it a formula, or we make it a how-to. Well, here's how you can hear hear God speaking. Here's how you can hear God speaking. Here's here's how you can. Hear. And so we make it a formula. And people have written books and and write written out messages and all kinds of things about the how-to. Well, again, the question becomes, and we're going to talk. I want to talk through this. Is what 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 begins you what you begin to discover in this relationship with Christ? You begin to experience this freedom of first of all knowing that God is always speaking to you. Uh, that's and then now, how do I uniquely hear His voice? How do I uniquely hear? God in my life, and that may look different for different people. So I can't make a formula. When someone asks me, "How do I hear from God?" I say it's out of my relationship with Him. He speaks to me through His Spirit. It's a relational talking and listening uh, through His Spirit, and He also uses God's Word 
and he uses other individuals. There's different things that I would say, but I don't want to make it a formula where someone said, because then, then you write a book about that, about hearing God, and then someone said, okay, well, I'm going to follow those steps. I'm going to follow what he's doing. And I, no, because it, it may be different for you. It may be different for you. And so the question becomes not, is God speaking, but are we listening? So hearing and listening are two separate things. Let me say that again. Hearing and listening are two separate things. So if God's always speaking, which he is, and we're going to read, go through a couple of scriptures here, God's, if God's always speaking, then, then am I, okay, so I, am I listening to that? Okay, because again, we talked about with the last episode, we're so distracted. There's so many other voices that we may have coming at us. And sometimes, quite honestly, the voice of God gets drowned out. We get distracted. We get off focus. The circumstances distract us. The busyness of life, the got to get everything done. The feelings are all over the place. They're up and down. And so the voice of God can get drowned out. He doesn't stop speaking. Someone may say, or I may have said at times, well, I didn't hear God. Well, God's always speaking, but am I, am I listening? Because Jesus says this. Let's start with this. Okay. Just like we've said all along that about your new identity, your new heart, your heart is for God, um, that you, you hear his voice. Okay, but you don't always listen. We don't always listen. I don't always listen. Okay, you do hear his voice. Jesus says this in John, uh, John ten. Okay, I'm going to start with this. John chapter ten. He says, "My sheep listen to my voice. I know them." Okay, and all the other versions say, "My sheep hear my voice." Okay, he's answering these these religious leaders who are who are questioning him about things. He backing up to verse twenty five. He says, "I did tell you, but you did not believe." The miracles I do in my Father's name speak for me, but you did not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Okay, So that's the first point we've got to make. God's, God speaks. The Spirit speaks. Okay, uh, He's always speaking. To the unbeliever, He's always speaking. Okay, He's always revealing Himself. He's always wooing the unbeliever to Himself. This is what God's love is. Okay, for us as the believer, he's always speaking about who we are, what he's done, what he's accomplished to us, uh, you know, in 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 us. Okay, to our new identity. Okay, I want you to think about as we go through this, not necessarily in God speaking about the details of what to do and what not to do, what job to take, what job not to take, who to marry, what not to... Okay, now, sure, God can provide wisdom, and there can be a peace, and there can be that, but I I want you to think more in terms of Him testifying to the truth about who He is, who you are, and how that relates, how you can now relate to Him in, in hearing Him. So the first thing I want to say again is He's speaking. Okay, you do hear His voice, but you you don't always listen, okay? So we don't. It's 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 not necessarily uh, humble for us to go around and say, "Well, I don't hear his voice." Okay, no, that's not. Jesus is always speaking. The Spirit of God's always speaking. We all hear God's voice, okay? But we don't always listen, <laughs> okay? Uh, when we're reading the word, when we're reading the Word of God, when we're reading the Bible. Okay, that's God speaking to us, but we may not always be listening. There is a distinguishing thing there. So, so um, there's no doubt that God is always speaking, always testifying, but we're not always 
always listening. And so somebody may ask me, well, how do you hear God's voice? And again, I don't try to make a formula out of it. I try. It's a relational now, and I'm going to read an example here in just a minute uh, from a personal testimony for me. It's 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 relational. You first of all, when you when God's voice is never going to condemn. He's never going to bring shame. He's never going to bring expectations. He's never going to bring guilt. He's never going to uh, have any voice of, well, you better, you should, you ought, you what, what's, never. Okay, the enemy wants us to get us to think that that's all true and that we ha- God's got all these expectations for us and that we're, we're shaming him. We're not living up to the, you know, the, the, the Christian life that we're supposed to be living. The enemy absolutely wants to distract us, confuse us, the lying beliefs that we have about what we think God wants from us. What we think, you know, we're supposed to do to live this Christian life, absolutely, um, you know, uh, that's that's the case. But 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 God, Christ in us, the Spirit of God in us, is always speaking. He's always testifying to our spirit. So the question becomes, well, how do I tune in? For me, it, it can be getting myself in some quiet spots. That's definitely true. That I can make that more practical by getting myself in some quiet places. But God's always speaking to me throughout the day, even in the noise uh, when I'm when I'm in a counseling session with, with with someone, or when I'm just doing some writing or whatever I'm doing. God's still speaking, but am I listening? And I can get easily off focus, as we all can. And so the thing is, is that I would say to you is that God speaks to you personally. It's personal to you, and you may or may not have already discovered that it's personal. And so you learn, and we learn how to hear his voice. We learn. We learn when that thought comes in of you're no good, you're unlovable, you're unworthy. Well, I know that's not God speaking to me. Or when I when I hear when I have that thought of, well, I'm I'm done with you, I'm distant, you 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 gave into this addiction again, I'm I'm through with you. That's not God's voice. So we learn, we learn to um to to hear his voice. We learn to know that that's the voice of God. That's the voice of truth. The truth will set us free. And so so it's it's important for us then to be able to distinguish that, to be able to to learn how God speaks to us uniquely because I do think that that is unique. He may use other people in your life. He may use preachers and teachers and the word of God and the Bible and all that and all those things are valid and legitimate. But I want you to begin to think about Christ in you listening to the fact that Christ is already in you, the Spirit of God is in you, and He is always testifying to your spirit. I want to read this scripture, Romans 8, uh, 15, and 16. So I would encourage you to go to some of these scriptures because they um, don't take my word for it, in other words. Okay, so Romans 8, 15, and 16 says, For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit capital S, Spirit, of Sonship. And by Him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. So notice the distinction there between our spirit, little s spirit, and capital S spirit. We, I did a whole series on, on this. You want to go back and listen to uh, this, this series on the new heart and, the, and, and all of that, your new identity, all those series kind of go through that. I won't, won't spend time on that today. But so it says, first of all, you did not receive a spirit of fear, 
Okay, that's the first part of it, okay? Uh, but you received a spirit of sonship, and that's the capital S, the Holy Spirit of sonship. You are his much-loved son and daughter. That's that's um, that's who you are now. And so then what does six, verse 16 says? Well, now, so because that's true, what is the Holy Spirit doing in you? The Spirit himself is testifying, okay? He's proclaiming, testifying, proclaiming. Uh, witnessing, however you want to say that, to your spirit, little s spirit, who's already in union with the, the Holy Spirit. Okay, there's a oneness there, but the Holy the Holy Spirit's testifying to your spirit about what? About this sonship that said in verse fourteen or fifteen, about you being God's children. Okay, that's what the Spirit of God, and this is always always happening. So God's always speaking this. Matt, you're my son. I'm well pleasing you. Matt, I've made you brand new. Matt, I've set you completely free. But for years and years, I was so bound up in religion and an addictive stronghold and lying beliefs. I sh- that voice was still speaking, but it was so quiet. I was hearing so many other voices and had so many other lying beliefs that uh, I couldn't, I, I wasn't able to hear that. I wasn't able to hear it because he was speaking. Okay. He was speaking, but I wasn't listening. I may have heard it. But I wasn't listening to it. Okay, so that's that's a, that's a distinguishing factor there. And so God is always, you know, brother and sister in Christ. God is always speaking to you. You hear His voice, but you may still be doubting. Oh, that's not true. He's 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 done with me. You you may still have these lying beliefs. Oh man, this this addiction has just separated me from God, and I need to figure out how to get closer to God. And I got to figure. It's like it's like no. His we can we can choose in the moment to focus on truth, whether we're feeling it. Whether we're always acting on it or not, God is speaking. We can simply say, yes, God, I agree with you, Lord. I may not feel it right now. I may not be acting on it, but I agree with you because your spirit's testifying to my spirit right now all the time. And I can choose to say yes to that, that I am your son, that I am your daughter, and that you are happy with me. You are pleased with me, that you are... You are already pleased. I'm already free that you love me, that that you have accepted me. And when you hear that voice, when you listen to that voice, as I should say, when you, you hear it, but when you begin to listen to that voice, you know it. That's where a deeper inner knowing comes. That's where a deeper inner knowing is revealed. And you begin to say, yes, I agree with that. I accept it. We're, we're hearing it, but we're not always listening. And so, so that's when you, when he says to you, when his spirit testifies, you're my son, you're my daughter, you're my child. I love you. I like you. I delight in you. You are free. What, what keeps us from listening to that is the lying belief is that, oh, I, I just, I can't trust that because, because every other relationship in my life, every other thing in my life, there's expectations. There's somebody's wanting something from me. All God simply is inviting us to do is to believe it, embrace it, accept it and receive it. That's it. And so so we you know some other people may say, well, that's kind of dangerous to listen to God's voice. No, it's not dangerous to listen to God's voice. It's actually can be harmful to us if we don't listen to his voice because because we've as we've said, we can listen to our heart, we can trust our heart, we can trust the spirit of God in us, and we can trust that what God is saying to us is always true. Again, don't think about right and wrong versus like what job I should take, who I should marry, which I should have for lunch, all those kind of things, okay, as being God's going to tell me <laughs> what to do. He's going to tell me what I should have for lunch today. No, that's how free you are. 
That's how free you are in him. And so he speaks, we can choose to listen or not, and we respond out of his this love relationship. It's an inner life. This is always, much of the things I talk about on this podcast is, is getting you to see the inner life, the inner life of Christ in you. The circumstances are there. The circumstances may be shouting at you all kinds of things, like you're out of God's will. You've really messed up too far. You've gone too far. See, God doesn't care about you. Look at all what's going on. And yet the inner voice is always saying, that's my son right there. That's my daughter. I love them. I'm pleased with them. I'm accepting them. That's what we get to eventually choose if we decide to do it, to choose to listen to that voice. And then he wants that vo- for us to take that and then to spread that to others, to, to manifest that to others, to love other people with the same love that he's loving us with. That's the hearing God. That's what we're invited to do. And so you, you know, it's, it, this is how it is. It's, it's, all, it's all faith. At some point, we begin to say, you know what, that's, that's God's voice. I can hear it. And he, it may, oftentimes, it comes through very difficult circumstances, very difficult. It comes in the mess. And I used this example yesterday is God isn't necessarily causing, isn't causing the mess. He's not in the mess, but he sure wants to speak. And sometimes when we come to the end of our own junk and everything has gone to, to the toilet, <laughs> it's everything's gone down the toilet, and we just are at the end of the self-sufficient trying to figure it all out, we may at that point, and that's oftentimes out of desperation, where we can choose to hear God better. Because it's like by that time, we've we've tried everything, we've done our own thing, we've tried to live out of self-sufficiency. And at the, at the end of the day, it is, none of it's worked, and that, that is actually a good place to be because then we may be ready to listen, to listen to God's voice in that. And I found in my own life that in those moments of, in those moments of um, despair, if you will, that God was still speaking even in the moments where it wasn't despair, but I, I was, had the opportunity to hear, to hear him there because I was, I was, I was like, this is, this is what I have left here. This is almost like, it's almost like the desperation. It's like, okay, God, I'm going to give you a shot now. And that's how it is. A lot of times we, we want to do things our own way. We want to go and we want to, you know, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this. And at the end of the day, when our, maybe our life is, is like I said, gone into the, gone into the toilet. It's, it's an opportunity for us to say, okay, God, I want to, I want to hear your voice. I want to listen. I want to respond. You know, I, I can remember, um, you know, five years ago now, plus when um, I was getting ready to kind of move into this this space of of starting something new. I'd had a had a career for twenty years and doing something, and I felt the I felt God kind of leading me. I felt like I was kind of done with that, and and then as I began to ask the questions, it was kind of it was scary. It really was because I didn't know what that all meant, and um, I, I I knew that I was kind of done in this one area, but I didn't know yet what was the next thing, and it was it was it was scary, and and God hadn't exactly necessarily shown me that, but then but then I began to out of this desperation, I think, just like okay, God, if I'm going to leave this, what's what's next, and and He began to speak and He began to reveal, and I had people, and here's the thing, all the voices, most of the voices, I would say 99% of the voices in my ear were, don't do it. 
You're sp- stay with what's safe. Stay with what you know. Stay with what is. You know, they're like, well, you know, what, what are you gonna do? How you gonna how you gonna make a living off of that? How you gonna how you gonna how you gonna how you gonna how you gonna? <laughs> and at some point, it was like I could have listened to all of that or responded to the voice of God, which was saying, "Matt, I've got something new for you. I've got something new for you." And and you don't have to have all the answers figured out now. You don't have to have it all figured out. I'm going to provide. I'm going to take care. I'm going to lead. I'm going to guide. You're going to come to a deeper understanding of, of me as your life, as me as your source, as Christ in you. You're going to come to that through this experience of, of leaving one career and going into something new. And I tell you, it was scary, but it was also exciting and thrilling. It was like, and, and, and knowing that, re, hearing that reassurance from the Lord that he's got me, that he's got me, that it was, I was free to make a choice, that I was free to choose to do something else, that, that he was with me every step of the way and still leading and guiding me to this day. It's like all those individuals, most of them were scratching their heads. They couldn't figure it out. What's, what are you doing? And yet, I knew that God was speaking to me. This is this is what I want, Matt. This is what I'm inviting you to. And and will you respond? And will you choose to do that? And I, there's no regrets. It's been very very challenging along the way, but so rewarding. And so that's how God speaks to us. That's a unique situation to me, but that's how God spoke. And in the desperation, in the uncertainty, in the unknown of what was next, He came alongside and said, Matt, I've got this. God's God's told me I've I've got you and I've 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 inviting you to do this and I'm going to be with you every step of the way and I'm going to provide every step of the way and here we are here I am and here we are 5 years later and God has stayed true to those promises and I know that he will every step of the way. And so that's true. So just a couple of practical things and I want to share another personal story here in a minute. But that's one personal story that that really just um, how, do, how does God speak to me? He speaks to us and to me a lot of times in in um, in the mess of our life, in the uncertainty, in the in the unknown, in the don't know what the next thing is to do. We can then kind of get rid of all of our own uh, resources and listening to all the other voices in our life. And now finally, can, will I listen? To the voice of God, and I think some, some practical things too is again that first one is is a lot of times it's going to be in in the ter- turmoil, if you will, of your circumstances, of your emotions, when all of that's kind of an upheaval. It is. It is a. Uh, you don't have any good experiences or circumstances or feelings necessarily to draw upon. That's when you can begin to choose to listen to His voice. He's again. He's always speaking. And we're always hearing, but we're not always listening. But in oftentimes in in the mess, in the when nothing in the external is going the way you want it to, and then even maybe necessarily nothing in the in the soul is going well, his spirit, it's it's an invitation. Um and and it's an invitation to hear him more clearly than ever, that he is speaking, that his spirit is directly speaking. Like it says in Romans uh, 8, 16, that his spirit is testifying to your spirit about what is true of you that's that's off, oftentimes that comes in in the mess um, and secondly I would say is there are some things that we can do practically that you probably already discovered but that this is where not a formula or a how to but it's 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 a way of I guess practically um, allowing yourself to hear him more clearly um, just listening. 
Maybe that is a quiet time. Maybe it is before the day when there's nobody else in the house is awake yet. Maybe that is uh, at the end of the day when you're right before you're going to bed. Whatever that is, you you know that time. You know when that can be that time where you are just it's it's maybe it's quiet. You got to calm your spirit. You got to calm your soul. And I've observed again, like I talked talked last time about it uh, about silence, is that most Christians struggle with this. Because it's hard for most Christians to just be alone, to just be still, to just be whatever. We, we want something to do. We want someone to talk. We want, we, we want all these kind of things. And it's really what, what it is is because we don't want to have to face ourselves and the reality of what, what we're dealing with a lot of times. And, so, and we don't have to face God then. Because then maybe we think we have got all these lying beliefs. So, well, I don't, maybe I don't want to really have quiet time with God because I'm going to start believing all the lies that I've been told that he's disappointed with me, disgusted with me, just waiting for me to get my act together. But yet prayer, but yet this, this hearing God is, is the listening. It's not just me giving all my requests to the Lord. It's the listening. It's, it's, it's difficult to listen, right? I think that is. It's, it's challenging. It's, it's challenging sometimes, I think, for us to believe that God's always speaking, that we and that we actually hear him, but we don't actually are not taking the time to listen, right? And then I think I think um, I think the last thing I would say then too is that that you will respond. You will you want what God wants. You want what He's and you the the Spirit's going to renew your mind to the truth of who you are, and you you want to respond when God speaks, when God leads. You want that. Um, we learn it. But we do learn it, and and we we learn this through trust, through faith. We're allowing Christ to live His life in and through us. We don't have to we don't have to doubt the motive because Christ is in me. Christ is in me. People maybe were doubting my motive five years ago. My motive was only every every motive within me was always and only. I want to honor God. I want to experience this freedom, and I want to share and use what God's done in my life to share that with other people to spread that message of freedom in Christ to others. That was my only motive. I, I Some people may have thought that it was, a, it was selfish or it was this or it was whatever. That was my pure motive. And once I began to actually embrace that, because I didn't believe it at first, I doubted it. Well, maybe my motive is just to do what I want to do. And yet, no, it was like, no, this is what God was leading me into. And I could either accept it or embrace it or fight against it. Because I had kind of in some ways been fighting against it for like three years pr- previous to that. And yet, it wasn't a selfish desire. It was like it was a response out of this is what God really wants me to do, and I can choose to be free to respond to it or not. And even if I chose not to, it doesn't mean I wasn't free. It doesn't mean I wasn't free. It was just at that moment, it was it was an invitation. It was an invitation. Man, I've got something for you. And so the inner man, the, the life of Christ in you, you are always in agreement with God. You are. You want what he wants. You hear his voice, but sometimes we don't always listen. And here's the thing. If you feel like you've failed in that or you're a failure, well, I haven't listened to God very well in my life. The, the look at my life. It's, don't, don't just judge the, the outcome. We always look at the outcome and think that, that God wasn't leading us. or God, No, he's in control of all of it. He's in control of all of it. Even if I would have chose to not do what I was doing five years ago, God was still in control of all of it, and he was still speaking to me. That, we, we can be free of, of letting go of all those what we think are failures because God's in charge of all of that too. 
He's in charge of all of that. Past experiences and all of that, right? It's, it's, we don't have to live out of this, our own effort. Past experiences will show us that God is trustworthy. He will lead. He will guide. And we begin to learn to live by this inner voice. We're not striving anymore. We don't have to wonder, is God there? Is God hearing me? What, what, what does God really want me to do? No, our inner man's always in agreement with God, and he's always leading and guiding us because your heart is for God. You're in Christ. You do hear his voice, and you will respond because that's what his, that's what his sheep does. We respond, and you may think, well, I've fallen so many times. I've failed so many times. Today's the day. Today's the day. I want to share this one last, I've gone too long, but I want to share this one last little story. I wrote a book uh, about a year and a half ago uh, called The Love of the Father, Enjoying Jesus Every Day. And I was just trying to talk about how you know God's taken me on this journey of, of discovering his love for me. And, and this is one way that God spoke to me, and I, wanted, I thought I'd share this with you. But um, it says, a, a, a personal testimony of this happened to me a few months ago. I was at the beach out in the ocean, and my family had gone back in to get a snack. I was alone and was looking out into the depths of the water that went on forever. And I remember in that moment the still, small voice of the Lord saying to me, Matt, look at all of this water. It's pretty amazing, right? But I I want you to know something. I want you to know that my love for you is even greater than the vastness of this ocean. It's that deep. It's that wide. That's how much I love you. Tears came to my eyes as me and the Lord were, were sharing this moment, and I can't tell you in words how much that affected me. He was reminding me at that moment that his love for me is personal and intimate. It's for me, and that's how much he loves you too. And I share that because that's an example of how God speaks to me. <laughs> sometimes it's through the tears. Sometimes it's in the middle of the ocean. Sometimes it's in the car when I'm driving. Sometimes it's just enjoying a cup in the morning. He's always speaking, brother and sister in Christ. He's always speaking. We hear his voice. And now today's the invitation to listen, to listen to those reaffirming words that say, that one right there, that one is my much-loved son and daughter, and I am well-pleased with them. They are free. You are free. You are loved by him more than you know. You are more free than you even know. He takes more joy in you than you may even ever realize on this side of heaven. That's something to be embraced. That's something to be enjoyed, not worked for, not strived for, because God speaks. He's testifying to your spirit right now that all these things are true. And the invitation for us is to simply believe it, accept it, embrace it, and and enjoy it as his gift. You are his much-loved son and daughter. He's well-pleased with you. Be free to enjoy that today. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Please reach out to us. Please give us any feedback or or uh, any questions that you have. We're going to be doing another question of the week here on our next episode. Please, we'd love to hear any feedback. Also, if you want to leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcast, that would be great, um, or any of the podcast platforms that you listen to. Uh, we so appreciate that. And as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.